Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you very much, Jay, and hello to everyone. Thank you for being with us today, and I want to begin with a reading of God's blessed Word, the Scriptures. James 1, beginning with verse 12, says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then... When desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of His own will He brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. That's from James 1, 12 through 18. And may the Lord always bless us with the reading, the hearing, and the application of his word. As we highlight this reading, let's readily see some things that are from the Lord. How about the crown of life that is promised to those that love God? And if we love him, we will keep his commandments. John 14, verse 15. Let us note that from the Lord we find every good and perfect gift is from above. What God has granted to man is the very best. And through His will, well, He brings us forth through the word of truth, that one may be a kind of first fruit or the very best. And when we think about it, dear friends, and the Scripture is true, there is nothing more than God can grant or do to improve on the very best He has done for man. He sent His only begotten Son, as affirmed in John 3.16. You cannot improve on that. We note from Second Peter 1, verses 3 and 4, As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him who has called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Did we hear that? All things. Well, dear friends, we cannot improve on that either. How about the words of Jude 3? Beloved, when I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all delivered to the saints. Please note, dear friends, once for all delivered. Nothing else needed. And we cannot improve on that either. You know, friends, in this day and age, we need nothing else to address the troubles of our time other than the gospel of Christ. Today on the International Gospel Hour, we wish to turn back the clock and 
discuss a sermon delivered in days gone by titled, Does the World Need a New Religion? From the very outset, we will affirm, no, it does not. God has granted His Son. He's granted us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He has once for all delivered the faith, what He wants man to know. We do not need a new religion. But what we'd like to do today is to feature a preacher of the past and to embrace a lesson once delivered. Today we hear the lesson, Does the World Need a New Religion? from the late W.A. Bradfield. Brother W.A. Bradfield preached for Churches of Christ in Kentucky and Tennessee. He was exceptional in his delivery of God's Word with thousands responding to Christ. He served in a number of capacities at Fried Hardeman College in West Tennessee. Brother Bradfield passed in 1972, but as with all of our preachers of the past, we are reminded of the life and the words of Abel that are applicable now. By it, he being dead, yet speaks. Hebrews 11, verse 4. Brother Bradfield speaks today with his lesson, Does the World Need a New Religion? We will discuss it in a moment, but first, some words from our J. Webb. As one studies the Bible, questions may arise. Please know the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a study titled Answering Questions to Christianity. It is comprised of one booklet with a number of questions and biblical answers. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Question Booklet. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988, and please leave your name, address, and just say, Question Booklet. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Question Booklet. We'll send it right away. We trust this study will help with answers to questions you may have. Let's go back to Jeff. Does the world need a new religion? We are living in a rapidly changing world. Through our lifetimes, we've seen a lot of change, how things have become very, very fast. But there are some things that never change. First of all, dear friends, natural laws cannot change. When you consider the flow of water, how about simply gravitation or reproduction? I mean, dear friends, you have a black cow that eats green grass, the cow will give white milk. There's no change here. There are natural laws that simply cannot change. There are moral laws that never change. People may look upon them differently, but there are moral laws that never change when you think about it. Honesty is the best policy. That is true, dear friends. If everyone was honest in their dealings, think about how good a world this would be. Love thy neighbor as thyself. We note that as Scripture, but the principle holds true. Morally, if we love our neighbor as ourselves, then we will treat our neighbors properly. How about what we call the golden rule from Matthew 7 and verse 12, but simply do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That how I want to treat others, or how I would want to be treated, 
is how I am going to treat others and I will take the initiative. When we think about things that never change, how about the person Jesus Christ? Jesus never changes. He is the very heart of Christianity. When we look at Jesus Christ and His example, even if there were those that were not obedient to Christ, but yet took His life and patterned it, think of the difference. Christ is unchanging, as Hebrews 13.8 says, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Scriptures are complete, and they have not changed. In 2 Timothy 3, beginning with verse 16, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And we also note that the law of the Lord is perfect. In Psalm 19.7, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Dear friends, the law of the Lord is perfect. I hope that you're enjoying me turning back the clock with this lesson by Brother W.A. Bradfield. But I want to pause and think about that point he just made, that the law of the Lord is perfect. Dear friends, would you like an awesome online study to help you learn and grow within the law of the Lord? Please listen to our J-Web. Dear friends, the International Gospel Hour not only offers a free Bible study course by mail, but our friends at World Bible School offer an online study if you prefer. It is absolutely free. All you do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. That is a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now, back to Jeff. Dear friends, we submit to you the gospel of Christ never changes. Think about this. There are facts that are to be believed. His death, His burial, and resurrection. Or as Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel, which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. There are facts to be believed, and there are commands to be obeyed, such as the command of belief in John 8.24, to repent of our sins in Acts 2, verse 38, to be baptized into Christ, Acts 2, verse 38, Acts 22, and verse 16, and Galatians 3:27. There are promises to enjoy, such as the gift of the Holy Spirit, the remission of sins, and the hope of heaven. And there are principles that govern the Christian life. To add those beautiful Christian graces as we read in 2 Peter 1, 5-11. To live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, Titus 2, 11 and 12. To be faithful unto death as we read in Revelation 2 and verse 10. Dear friends, we do not need another gospel or a new religion. In Galatians 1 and verse 8, If an angel from heaven, even an apostle, preach any other gospel to you, than what has been preached to you, 
let him be accursed. And Paul reminds us of that again in Galatians 1 and verse 9. The world needs the unchanging gospel of Jesus Christ, and it will solve every problem of the world. Dear friends, those words were true by W.A. Bradfield many years ago, and they are true now because the Bible is true. Let's continue our studies together, shall we? Thanks for joining me on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,